Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to This Lonely Bitch. I am your host. My name is Ava. (laughs) My name is the same. My situation, the same. My location, the same. I sound annoyed, but I'm not. You know why? Because I am patient. (laughs) I have a newfound sense of confidence and patience. What does that mean? That means that I feel no anxiety about this whole process of, you know, being open to receiving a life partner and a relationship. You know why? Because uncovering all of the stuff that I really want and uncovering all the stuff that I really want it's it's taking time (laughs) it's not fucking easy and it's taking time and I don't have to just jump into the arms of any available man I get to actually sit and watch him as he slowly reveals himself to me so that I may then decide whether or not it is a match. Okay. Wow. That's all I have to do. I just have to let a person reveal himself to me so that I can decide whether or not it is a match. And if this person reveals something that I feel triggered by, then I also have an opportunity to spend time with that thing, that emotion, whatever's coming up, so that I can say sayonara to it and move on with my fucking life. Move on. Ah, So what else has come up recently? The self-worth thing. And I, you know, I'm really embarrassed to say this. And I know I say this all the time because this whole fucking podcast is so goddamn embarrassing. All of these things that I'm keeping to myself that I don't even know that I'm feeling. It is so embarrassing to have to admit. And it's, I don't even know why I'm embarrassed by it. It's not like anyone's holding a gun to my head. I'm doing this of my own volition. Anyway, so... One thing I've had to admit to myself recently is that with the guy in Malta and with the guy here, I was hoping for like some type of instantaneous thing where I could jump into their lives and build a life inside of their life. Pronto. Like without knowing them, without taking the time to build a basic level of trust to build, you know, the basic, a basic foundation of a friendship. I really just wanted it to work out super fast. 
so that I could just have a home in someone. That's what I've been doing. I'm trying to build a home in someone. Is that actually what I want? No, if I'm being real with myself, that's not what I want. I would like to build a home with someone. And whatever the definition of home is for the two of us, I would love to build a home with someone, co-create something. But in order to co-create, you know, you have to find the right person for that and believe that that's there instead of just like, oh, this person is nice and they're available. Maybe I can just fast forward all of these things and not confront a lot of the the things that are making me want to fast forward something that should take a while you know just like jump into something this is not the best way of doing things does that surprise you (laughs) anyway i mean i i got so many valuable things out of both of those situations i I'm so eternally grateful for both of those situations. And I feel like I'm still learning things from both of those situations, which is ideal because if, if, you know, a connection with someone is so rich with opportunity to learn and to grow, what else can you ask for? You know, like with the last guy, if I hadn't been triggered in this way where like, I mean, I was sitting for like weeks with feeling of like really feeling disgusted with myself. And I felt disgusted with myself because I think I was like desperate and I wanted, I wasn't, I didn't even know that I was like being desperate. Someone told me that I was being desperate and then I stopped talking to him. But you know what? I think he was right. And like, I didn't know that I was acting out of this sense of desperation, like, you know, a complete lack of faith in what it is I really want. Because what I want is never going to come to me if I'm, if I'm frantically grabbing for the first fucking thing that comes, you know? That's not what I want. I want something that I, I want to build. Like, and that fucking takes some time. It takes time. So to feel disgusting because I did feel desperate. Like that girl at the bar who picked a fight over that guy. You know? Everyone is a mirror. Not desperate enough to pick a fight with someone. But I have Mars and Libra which means I'm very nice about things. (laughs) Passive aggressive, actually. Anyway, so yeah. I mean, that that was something like illuminating and helpful to know that there's a part of me, I guess maybe I still have that part of me, I don't know, but to work with that feeling, to work with like not having enough faith in myself and valuing what I want maybe even valuing myself and feeling as though I deserve 
what I want and having the patience to wait for it because having patience means that you know that you deserve it, right? You feel grounded and you feel rooted in your sense of self-worth and that is what helps you weather all of these storms. If you're creating storms in your own life, like I am not anymore thus far. Uh, I'm thinking about these things. I also have to admit to myself that I have been behaving in ways. You know, I'm like, this is something I hate when other people do this with me. This, um, you know, they do something, they say something, and then suddenly it's like you are in this contract with them and you never signed it you never read the contract you never agreed to it you never signed it but they're already acting as though there's a contract and you should have known that there was a contract and you should have known that you were agreeing to said to terms of said contract I hate when people do this and I have had to admit to myself that I'm doing the same thing like it's just acting from this place of I think it's my it might be codependent behavior which is funny because I'm so independent but I think you know being extremely independent is just like it's the same as being codependent you're just on the opposite side of the spectrum and you get to label other people as being needy and codependent and the truth is We go back and forth depending on the circumstances of the relationship. So I have to admit to myself that, yeah, there is a degree of codependence in the way I have been conducting myself. Uh, This is boring. Aren't you bored? I'm fucking bored. I'm fucking bored with this shit. Um... I'm reading Come As You Are by Emily Nagoki. Fuck. Nagoki. Nagoski that sounds Polish it sounds Japanese so whatever the Japanese sounding one is is that's her name uh it's fantastic and it talks a lot about it's it's about the science of female pleasure um there is some mention of male pleasure but only as uh only in comparison to female pleasure and it's illuminating and it's wonderful and it talks about how like you know real sex people who really really enjoy sex there was a study done and a book written about it called magnificent sex and how it's like deep friendship and wanting to explore and wanting to almost transcend your human state through sexual union which is like amazing this is stuff you only read about in like tantra you know that it's so nice and this is something that would be so great to experience with someone i'm focusing on sex because right now i'm thinking a lot about sex (laughs) i'm thinking a lot about it um i'm thinking a lot about things that i have just glossed over Uh, I mentioned in a few episodes ago that, you know, I've gotten out of relationships 
because the sex wasn't good. But then I got into relationships where the sex still wasn't good. And it was like, I still wasn't prioritizing sex. Um, but that time in my life, I was still, uh, I was in a period of my life where I was like wanting to be good. And I had this idea of what it meant to be a good girlfriend, a good partner, you know, go home, meet the family, pretend you like them, (laughs) pretend you're interested in them. Um, I don't know, just do all these things that you're not really ready to do because you think that's what you're supposed to do in order to be loved. And then maybe you don't even really want to be in a relationship, but you think at the time, like I thought, you know, I was turning 30. I needed to be in a relationship. Mm. I never thought these things would get me. These um, societal expectations. I never thought they would get me, but they did. They did. And I lived through it. And I survived. Anyway, so I wasn't prioritizing sex. And I can't even say that I have been prioritizing sex. I was taught from a young age that um, sex is meant to be pleasurable for women as much as for men. And I was explicitly told, sex is also for you, so make sure you enjoy it. What I wasn't told was that, you know, it's also okay to have conversations about what you want. That isn't specifically related to sex. That's like just the way I was raised, where we never talked about anything. Um, And then here in Turkey, when I joined that anonymous sex chat app, And was using it. It was honestly just so cathartic to talk about the things that I want. And then to even find a voice for this type of self-expression. And it makes me really think about the way that we go into relationships. I don't necessarily think that meeting on a sex chat app is a bad thing because it's so intimate and it requires you to be so honest with yourself and honest with the other person like okay maybe okay I don't know why I'm talking about meeting on a sex job but like to start with that type of conversation and to be open and honest about that like right off the bat I don't think that's that's such a bad thing I really don't think it's such a bad thing to be like, this is really important to me. And I want to know that we are on the same page with this before I even let you take me out to dinner. (laughs) Like, I don't even want to have dinner with you without like the guarantee that you're going to be open to all the shit I like and that I'm going to be open to all the shit you like. And just open to finding out new things, you know? Why am I thinking about this? I don't know. Sex is such an important way to communicate with your partner. It's so important. It's so important. My last relationship, my last crazy relationship, you know, honestly, communication about sex was quite good. But because I hated him, we didn't have sex that frequently. But communication was very good when we did have sex <laughs> I don't know. 
life is complicated. It's all gray. There's no black and white. It's all gray. It's all a muddled, muddled mess. I was thinking today, like, do I even... Because, honestly, this idea of finding a life partner, maybe because I've talked about it endlessly, maybe because, you know, doing this kind of work, it's, it's impacting me in every way, right? It's not just about how I go on dates and who I date. It's it's everything. It's like how I choose friends. It's me even just giving myself permission to stay here and rest and work on this podcast and read books and decide how I'm going to show up in the world. Spend time with cats, (laughs) with the street cats here and the stray dogs. Oh my God. I love them so much. I just want to hug them. You know, it's not, it's, it's, it's bigger than this and it's bigger than this relationship thing. It's bigger than this marriage thing now. It has consumed my entire life. I just don't know. Why do I keep saying I don't know? It's like, I don't feel like uncertain because I'm embracing this feeling I'm embracing the fact that I don't know and I there are things I just can't know. I'm embracing the fact that I am on oh my god don't block me. I'm embracing the fact that I'm on this journey of self-discovery. I'm so sorry, but it's true. I can't think of a better way to put it. So I embrace I'm embracing the fact that I'm on this journey of self-discovery. And I'm embracing the fact that there is actually so little I actually know about myself. And I have always considered myself to be relatively self-aware. Actually, I think I'm pretty self-aware. I think I'm actually pretty confident too compared to most people. But I still don't know a lot. (laughs) Or rather, there's still so much I don't know. Which is fine, because if I knew everything, I would be dead. Because why else would I be here? Why else would I be here? This is what I always say. Why else would you be on this messy-ass path if you knew everything? You'd be dead. You'd be dead. And I am not ready to die. I am prepared to live a very long life, actually. A very long life. So does that mean I'm just going to be like a fumbling fucking idiot for the next several decades? I guess that's fine. <laughs> I guess that's fine. What else do I want to say? Oh, someone was like, don't you think about anything else? Honestly, yeah. I think about a lot of other things. I just happen to talk about this a lot because I happen to learn a lot about myself through this type of thing. I mean, it's the motivation. It's, you know, like, this is what motivates me. Okay. I am officially bored. So 
as Vicky would say, ciao for now.